0: Here's a, here's a real fun thing for everyone to do, listeners and you guys right now. Uh, if you Google your name, the Hedgehog, everyone has one. So what? you know how Sonic the Hedgehog tells the fox, whatever. Everyone has a them, the Hedgehog. Everyone's now got their phones up. It'll be a Googling. weird, it'll be some weird hand-drawn <laughs> self-made character. <laughs>
1: Mine's awful. I've got, I've got two options. One's kind of goth and cool. I'm going to go with the goth one. Phil the Hedgehog is not good.
0: <laughs> I like mine.
1: She was like Ev. I've got like a like a grey bluey.
0: Uh, yours should be done by a professional. Mine's decent. Mm-hmm. Mine's a uh, mine's some jacked dude, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> Sonic I've all, the Hedgehog. I've <laughs> then also I've got other ones. <laughs> that's that what I'm saying. They're good. all just they're all just fan made creations. But yeah, guys, go home. Oh, I love that's anyone listening. Just pull up your phone right now. Type in your name, The Hedgehog, and just see what comes up. See what version you would, see what you'd look like in the Sonic world.
1: It's meandering movies, listening to Gary, Ryan, and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments, of course? Because everyone knows their lies are dull, and they have nothing else to talk about.
0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast, where we talk about movies and review them. And this week, we're going to be reviewing your favorite movies, as promised. Weeks we're finally doing and weeks it, guys. And weeks, and weeks, and weeks and weeks ago, the problem was we were waiting for uh, our fans. We were waiting. Fam- yeah, we were waiting for you, basically. And we we had two come in, and then nothing <laughs> for. M- months <laughs> so we harassed you all and now we've got a bunch you we're actually bunch. over inundated um which is a good thing so we're not gonna be able to unfortunately get through everything but we're gonna do our best to cover as many of these movies as we can uh, i'm your main your presenter what do i go by now you get pissy when i say main host presenter yeah, we'll go yeah. to presenter sure i'm the presenter gary copeland i am tom the traveler the riddle man I'm John. I'm Tom. Tommy Gunn.
2: I'm Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I like every time you're introduced to you, know, you get more and more depressed as the weeks go it's on. The realization of who I am. <laughs> Fuck, I'm Ryan. No, I'm Ryan still. still <laughs> oh, you're, here. Spa- you're Ryan sparkling. <laughs> yeah, see it is. Never gonna do. change. It was
0: a still and sparkling water joke. Shut up, you Gavin. <laughs> so yeah, this week we're gonna be the, we're gonna be dissecting your best films of the last ten years. Your favourite Least favourite, we'll mainly focus on your favourite, because, Because you know, positivity over negativity. We're going to be, yeah, we're going to read through these. Um, We, for anyone that hasn't heard the last couple of episodes, we asked you to send in your three best movies and your one worst film of the last ten years. Same thing that we pretty much did in our episodes, we did ten and one, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, And you've sent it in, you guys have been great. We've got a whole bunch of movies to talk about, all different genres, all different uh, well, everything actually. Loads of different things that we wouldn't have picked ourselves, which is exactly what we wanted. Um So yeah, Gav, do you want to start us off? Yes, take us away? Uh,
2: happily. I'll jump over to the Gmail where we got a whole bunch of uh, submissions. You can do the same you, for other reasons. Meandering gets at Gmail dot
0: com. You can give us topic suggestions or comments or opinions or you anything. He's the one that speaks to Gavin. Uh, He's the only one that checks it. So just send him a message i get it. it he needs it <laughs> <laughs>
2: i check it every day uh, so our first uh, one comes from kieran
0: shout out to kieran hi kieran what up k kong hey kieran k kong k kong he's k kong i'm gzilla chobo's J. rassic nobody asked anymore uh, so fun, his three, three favorite nicknames. films You're just jealous because you don't have a fun nickname
2: and my name my name's tom this week having the hedgehog Kevin the Hedge. tom tom, tom the uh, Hedge. his three favorite films were what we do in the shadows whiplash and this is the end and his least favorite was mad max now he doesn't specifically state which mad max it was in the so last
1: decade so it's fury road wasn't it road. it has to be fury road yes but
2: i just wanted to say thunderdome because
0: it makes me happier because uh, I two man in one man out that baby face on the back of a giant is mad max thunderdome isn't it Y- n- no remember that? Yeah. and he takes off the mask and he's a huge guy with a little kid's head and there's that like <laughs> little goblin on his back that gets killed and he's like Mow! and it's an old old man that was Thunderdome was it Thunderdome? I feel like it was because I remember the two men in one man out part yeah Thunderdome
2: anyway it, it, you it also should
1: remember though. the film Ghost Shark uh, Ghost Shark.
2: with this list obviously there's no point We've already discussed Whiplash in Ryan's top ten films of the decade. If you want to
0: know what mm-hmm. we thought of Whiplash, jump Great on movie. back
2: to Ryan's episode.
0: Good choice, K Kong.
2: But uh, this is the
0: end, an interesting one. I'm. S- I. am i I'm, This is the end as a the best film you've seen in ten years. Did, Did you, you watch many? I guess you didn't. <laughs> you, watched, you watched four. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no one else said it uh, but I wish more people
2: had said it because it's a film that doesn't really get the love that it does What We Do in the Shadows directed by Taika Waititi who's blowing up uh, in the movie world who you world. may know from uh, Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok? or Jinx, Jojo Rabbit uh, no,
0: you jinxed can't talk now well,
2: that's kind of useless because I, I have all the information on my phone and if Punch I can't you. talk who are we going to wait as we've as we pre- earlier episode.
1: Gary and I are good at uh, improvisation. oh
2: god so. <laughs> Can we put that out somehow at some point, please? I want that. No, I so, uh, what we did in the Shadows was my first introduction to Tiger Waititi. I think uh, it's, I think it's a lot of people's introduction. Yeah. But, oh no, sorry, mine was Eagle versus Shark. Yeah, I think Audio Boy. You've seen Eagle versus Shark, haven't you? Oh no, never mind. Audio Boy go back to sleep now. Uh, back to your slumber. Yeah, I think he did. He did two films before. What we did in the Shadows Eagle versus Shark, and I want to say Boy.
0: I think came out before. Eagle versus oh, Shark. Uh, what about the one with the kid? Puts the hundred for, for the, the wilder wilder that came
2: out after. Was it after? Yeah. Oh, that. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, what we do in the shadows is a kind of if anyone's ever seen The Office, imagine The Office but with vampires. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like a faux documentary type of thing. It's just like their kind of everyday lives, but the and it's got the writing and talent of Tiger uh, oh, um What's the name from Flight of the Concords? Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement and that kind of team. Who did all that stuff.
0: And it's Murray from Flight of the Concords turns up, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He turns up as a werewolf, I believe. Swearwolves, not swearwolves. Yeah. <laughs> they don't swear. Uh, and I think my <laughs> That f- film's amazing, Ryan. You, you need I've to seen go some sit. of the BBC... the BBC, it's a BBC. The yeah, BBC, BBC series.
1: But yeah. well,
2: uh, my favourite line from the movie Walked in the Shadows that has forever stuck in my head is when Jermaine Clement's characters asked, Why is it why do you only uh, want the blood of virgins? And it's like, well imagine <laughs> If you had a sandwich, you wouldn't want to eat it if you know not someone who fucked it beforehand.
0: <laughs> it's like,
2: yeah, that's a perfect example of
0: why you'd only want to suck the blood of virgins. I also love uh, the sight gag. The first sight gag of the entire movie where it opens up, tells you they let us into their home and they let us record them. And Tycho with there's there's just as a coffin. And, <laughs> an alarm goes off. So his hand comes out and taps the alarm. And then the alarm goes off again five minutes later and he pushes the coffin lid off and does that you know the classic vampire rise when yeah. they come up with their arms crossed but he gets stuck halfway <laughs> so then he just goes oh it's just like <laughs> motioning himself forward. it's like it's hard to get up for everyone vampires included it's hard to get it up sometimes as well <laughs> is it the, gavin nope the movie <laughs> <laughs> well that was a great joke well done thank you uh whiskey's a terrible thing sometimes the get erectile dysfunction is that is that you want to talk about it because you brought it up on Mike. So, if you want to talk about your erectile dysfunction, we can. You shouldn't delete all those spam emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's what I'm going to do from now on. I was going to call you out on it.
2: Oh, please don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the. Writing is fast. It's witty. It's great. It's got some great visual gags. Yeah, but it's also I just love the look of the film. It's yeah. just like got because obviously these are vampires from well, the 18th century, 17th century. Uh, they've even got a kind of Nosferatu still kind of a vampire as well <laughs>
0: his name's like Tim or something yeah he, <laughs> so he lives
2: down in the basement and he's a
0: proper like a, feral vampire like at the beginning of the film when
2: he tries to wake him up and he just throws a live chicken in he's just like there you go
0: I've heard it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they have the argument about who's going to do the dishes yes. <laughs> but I did them a hundred years and he like pans over and then it's just also, fucking they've <laughs> got the
2: their, their human friend who's just the IT guy who just like comes along <laughs> to things he's not a vampire or anything it's, it's so really funny. It's, it's genuinely like, very it's funny on Netflix It it's it is piss funny very funny piss funny and if you yeah. love Tiger with eat and anything's done before if you like Tiger you like Jermaine Clements yeah. you're gonna you're gonna I'm gonna watch it later dude it's, it's a, brilliant it's a that's a great suggestion it is a great suggestion from Keaton and what was his uh, his most hated it was Mad, Mad, Mad Max Road we've had to back to talk yeah <laughs> sorry I forgot I'm just not gonna justify that with air because that movie's fucking brilliant So there we go. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, So next, we are moving on to Haley's films. That's funny. They're Uh, engaged now. We're doing their films back to back. Oh, that's like fate. That's cute. Uh, I wonder if they were engaged they were H- Haley was a wee chancer and she sent five instead of three but I'll let her away oh, no discard them all Haley, we're not doing yours now
2: <laughs> oh well that's not what we asked for Hayley deleted <laughs> that's that email gone uh, no she uh, she her fi- or five
0: were uh, five films a decade. because I guess we'll give her five and this is so tantamount to Haley as well it, I, can't I couldn't can't follow the rules I couldn't no no can't follow the rules but just can't make a decision can't, ah. can't whittle anything down to
2: a I I mean when it comes to making decisions she's made a good, some, some good choices yeah. have we're, fun of 300 guests at your wedding Kieran <laughs> <laughs> I just had to invite both postmen because I loved the first one but the second one he was so much quicker I would have got upset if I didn't invite him yeah. uh, her movies were Inception Kingsman Three Billboards Outside of Missouri oh. a Quiet Place and Bad Times at The Earl Royal oh, that's a hell of a list shame it's two films too long <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean
0: what do you want to talk about which one I only pick one And we just made fun of Haley For being indecisive So now you need to really be Well here's the thing the Is we, we've
2: chatted a wee bit About Kingsman before Yep And how I'm not A big fan of the Kingsman But yeah, Ryan wasn't a one. part Of uh, that time I recorded that episode So now I'd be interested To know Ryan's thoughts On Kingsman yeah, It was shit <laughs> I didn't like it either <laughs> It was just alright I really enjoyed
1: them it's, it's, it was, it's, I don't think it was shit that's, that's not true I thought it was okay Yeah <laughs>
0: Wow. that's just like a poor man's shit. I thought it was. I thought it was. No, it wasn't shit. It was okay. I, 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 I'm with Haley on this one. I really enjoyed Kingsman. I think Kingsman's a it's a, it's a parody of Bond without going into pure parody. It's a, a, satire almost, but it's not satire. It's it's weird. It's not parody or satire. It's like a love letter. Hey guys, it's like a love letter to Bond, but for a new generation. But I feel the issue is it's a love letter to the Roger Moore Bonds, and those are the worst Bond movies. No, it's not. It's just a love letter to the spy genre. Mm, yeah, taking a taking a healthy whack of 007 mm. and just having fun with it. Like, like those films are designed to be pure fun. action. The thing nonsense, is about you know?
2: uh, Matthew Vaughn, uh, not a great human being, but when it comes to directing action, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like the action in Kingsman is like the kind of kinetic style in where the camera moves with the action like that scene uh, in the church that Yeah, everyone knows as in your everyone knows the tree <laughs> the the bird church. scene yeah it's th- the movement of the characters with conjunction of the camera and the music involved it's no one really does it that way mm. it's a really unique style he has to directing action and i did love it but since you know it, he's done it more i'm kind of like oh i've seen this now yeah it's like how i feel with edgar Wright. i'm just like oh i've seen
0: this now <laughs> you've been doing it for fucking six films at this point oh, edgar. It's, it's their style wrap thing you seem to have this bugbear about directors having a, a style yeah it's good to have a style evolve it don't just keep it the same all the way through <laughs> it's like you walking into picasso
1: exhibition and seeing the the next one with like and disproportionate facial features like fucking hell Pablo change it up <laughs> but, uh, I want to give a shout out to Bad
2: Times at the Air Royal because that is a movie that that was very nearly on my list Yeah, it's so good Such did good not movie. get the attention or the appreciation that it deserved mm. uh, and has one of the best kind of uh Villainy roles from Chris Hemsworth, where he just
0: eats up. I think every Chris season. Hemsworth's best role.
2: Yeah, hundred percent is the best on-screen performance. Just like,
0: and I do love Jeff Bridges. Oh yeah, I yeah. usually give Jeff Bridges it, but Chris Hemsworth snatched it up. John, John Hamm
2: too. Audio boy uh, and his obsession with John Hamm. He'll take anything that John's hams in. So, John's hams in. John's hams. But yeah, it was, it was a shame that Three Billboards. Oh, sorry that. Uh, Bad Times They All didn't get more attention. And thanks, Haley for bringing it back to our attention. Yeah, cracking list, tells. Thanks. Also, well, her, her worst film was Mortal
0: Engines. Oh, that's fine. Nothing I'm sure me say. and Hale have seen that together. Excellent. And it, I came out of that with her and just went, that was one of the biggest piles of shit I've ever watched in my entire life. It was the biggest box office flop of last year. Was it? Yeah. Well, there you go. So. It's, it's, it's based off of a teen, like a young adult novel. So it's based in that kind of genre of book. Yeah. And it's one of those films that you can tell as a book, I'm sure it works perfectly. On screen is just over-trite, horrible, cliché, tween bollocks. It's, yeah, it's like so grim to watch. I'm sure in a graphic novel format, it's
2: cool. Like Hellboy or something like yeah. that. But yeah, I remember seeing that trailer, I think Audio Boy now, I. We were seeing something at the cinema, and the trailer for Mortal Engines came on. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this <laughs> looks awful. It's just, like, it's just this big fucking big monstrous city car and I'm just like oh and it's going to be a young adult kind of drama thing where like they fall in love and they need to run away from some big oligarch guy and I'm like fucking fuck off Hunger Games (laughs) fuck off Uh, yeah so thank you Hayley Uh, moving on to our next person and their films of the decade we have Luke Luke's films uh, were Wolf of Wall Street Gone Girl and Spotlight Interesting.
0: Uh, Pretty good.
2: Yeah. Two of them were Oscar-nominated Best Picture films, Will of *Wall Street and Spotlight. Spotlight won Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen Spotlight. Spotlight's the one with Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, Rachel McAdams about the... The guy they uncover uh, all
0: the... Oh, the yeah. paedophiles in the let me rephrase it. I've never seen Spotlight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I was giving you a summary of what Spotlight is. Okay, cool. Right. Uh, Gone Girl is an interesting one because uh, has everyone ever seen Gone Girl this one?
1: Yeah and the book is the most boring book I've
2: ever read in my life. <laughs> it's <almost laughs> so a good job, then. shit. Uh, yeah, the film is good. Uh, it's David Fincher of <laughs> like Seven and uh, Fight Club and Social Network fame. Uh, it's probably Ben Affleck. but what what would you what were you smiling <laughs> about over there in the corner just happy best face okay i fucking hate
1: when you do that i hate when you say of something fame why do you say that <laughs> just say what films they've done it's a really stupid way to say it okay <laughs> and i wasn't going to bring that up but you asked me to so <laughs> fuck you <laughs>
2: um, uh, i've lost my train of th- oh yeah ben affleck, uh, ben, I'd affleck. Say it's, uh, ben affleck's best on screen performance uh, dogma in- hmm? He did do Dogma, didn't he? That's, that was Dogma's pretty fucking good. It's pretty good. Kevin Spacey, you may know other oh, works good. of fame, Clerks, uh, and okay. uh, <laughs> now that I know it annoys you. You, you should have told me. Uh, yeah, Gone Girl is like one of those films where you like. I'd never read the book before I watched the film. Had you, yeah, had you read the book first or watched the film? I'd read the book first. Uh, it's a. I guess with David Fincher, the man knows how to just grip you. Yeah, take you on a a journey take you on a fucking journey and Roseman Pike as well is fucking savage in that movie mm. understandably because it's part of a character but it's <laughs> but it's like that film is such a ride like right up until the very end we're like they're, I guess spoilers for Gone Girl uh, when they're back in the house together yeah, and there's and you see a little
1: bit of Ben Affleck's penis <laughs> you do see a little
2: bit it's best on screen role am I right <laughs> hangs Dong, but it, yeah it's 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 a powerful strong movie yeah
0: with the style of uh, david fincher and it's got a uh, david fincher style which hasn't really changed much in yeah, a couple years true. but it's really good but gavin's all right with it Really hmm, good weird
2: so but it's almost like the way fincher style works is because it's subtle and it's about oh. the film and not big silly nonsense in the way okay neil patrick harris death blow job <laughs> that happens and hey you know that's, that's what's clogging up my laptop is <laughs> just that scene but with like different music playing over it
1: no one in the world knows that we're also fixing Gavin's laptop while this is going on But so that was a really
2: shit joke and no one gets it uh, Luke's uh, worst film worst
0: film was Suicide Squad do well, we really need understand. to say yeah, yeah, let's not chat about that that's it's fine it's pretty obvious why that's oh. very quickly everyone see Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey yes you see it? Why would I bother? Audio boy. No. boy! Oh, what another pile, like just a secondary pile oh, of shit. Oh, what a pile! A secondary pile of shit to wash down the first pile of shit. Do you know it's a really great way? I think I've said this already at some point.
2: Yeah, I have. I'm going to say it again. If you want people to go watch your new DC movie, don't ever link it back
0: to Suicide Squad. <laughs> the fuck are you doing, DC? I, I, it has cemented. I just. You know what? I'm warming up on Margot Robbie. I think a while ago, maybe even a year ago in the podcast, I said, I do not rate Margot Robbie as an actor. I've now seen her in a couple more things. And I think as an actress, actor, she's fine. You know, she's, she's going up my estimations. That version of Harley Quinn is Isn't fucking sufferable. awful. Yeah. Isn't it's sufferable? just not. All I, versions of Harley Quinn are awful. Yeah. yeah
2: it's my it, least
1: favorite comic book actor. The thing about, Mar- the Joker has another girlfriend. They've remade it. She's called Punchline. And I'm doubt she'll be in film soon too. <laughs>
2: the thing about Harley Quinn is she's a side character when yeah, she would show up in the video game she was there for a wee bit she was annoying you defeat her she'd go away you don't want an hour and 50 minutes of her narrating a fucking egg and bacon sandwich blow my brains out mm. next on our wonderful list of beautiful people <laughs> who've sit in, in films uh, we have Hannah hi Hannah hey, hey Hannah
0: Hannah who? I don't know any Hannah's you, you don't know any Hannah's at all don't know a single can't, one can't she's Gary's fiance what
2: films did she get <laughs> <laughs> Hey, babe. Uh, her top three films of the decade were spider-man into the spider-verse you've chosen well there Fiance. yes i have uh, I watched
0: it recently in 4k and it was fucking amazing still still top of the list i'm happy with that choice it'll fair. never go away uh,
2: next was book smart fucking excellent film films. yeah so good check her out i'm not gonna say anything i've taught her well and uh three billboards outside ebbing missouri another excellent film. another great movie see? of these three we've
0: not had a chance to talk about three billboards yet i think I that's the one right we enthusiastically haven't... want to talk about three billboards what yeah. a movie that is so good i i think i can't i think me and hannah walked into that film blind we went to the cinema i did also yeah we, I, it was like two o'clock and i just went the yeah i just covered we, my eyes and well no that was like the only thing we, the only film we can see is this one three billboards I don't know anything about it. Should we just go see it? You know, kill two hours. Might as well. She said, yeah, walked in and then I walked out with my mouth hanging open. Just, I can't, like, I can't believe I almost didn't see that film because I had no fucking clue what it was. It was so good. It's phenomenal.
1: I think I watched it. uh, I think I can't remember. Like I had like a day off a few years ago and I think Sean and I just watched like three really good films. Mm hmm. And that was the last one, and I was like, "Ah!" Oh, because we watched—I can't remember the first one. The middle film we watched was the Florida Project, and I was like, "Ah, going to take a lot, like, to it's beat Trump the first that. two films." And we watched <laughs> that. I was like, oh, that was so good. Like, yeah, was the it's first film, excellent. Suicide Squad. It
2: wasn't. They were <laughs> all good films. Okay. Uh, yeah, the thing about three bills three billboards outside of Missouri is it's one of those films where it got Oscar nominated. Uh, Summer Upwell won best supporting actor. Dormond won best actress. Uh, McDonough won Best Actress and then at BAFTA's uh, the director McDonough won Best Director yep. so it picked up a ton of awards but with a film usually when a film gets big praise at the award shows their lifespan isn't as long mm-hmm. like like for example we just spoke about Spotlight earlier that was a film that won Best Picture not a lot of people talk about Spotlight anymore because yeah. they've remade it
1: as that thing you went to the other day the oh, War, yeah, Dark Wars. Wars Dark Wars <laughs> Does look like a sequel. They're like, hmm, who are we going to get to
2: be the main guy? We could change it up from a uh, Just get Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> get him back, just a wee bit chubbier. Uh, I mean, Argo is another perfect example of like a movie that won Best yeah. Picture. No one fucking talks about Argo, yeah. but I think on a consistent basis, people talk about three, three billboards. billboards at Missouri just comes up a lot, and I yeah. think it's just because you've got the situation for Frances McDormand's character, which is her daughter was brutal, brutally raped and murdered and now she's on the warpath to find out who done it you've got the she character blames the sheriff woody harrelson. woody harrelson is good in it as
1: well woody, harrelson woody harrelson's sh- sheriff
2: character and the arc that character goes on is fucking you don't see that coming
0: and then sam
2: Rockwell's sam character rockwell's character, Rock. character
0: holy fuck because you just hate him you just absolutely hate him he's the an awful, yeah. awful awful piece of and shit he goes from black well, i think we spoke about this before he goes from black to a morally gray can I, it's not yeah. a, he's not a good guy at the no. end of the film but, but he's slightly better <laughs> he's, he's
2: more on your side buddy yeah, yeah. but that's the most uh, i think enriching element of that film is mm. Madonna, the director and his team thought fuck it let's try and take this awful piece of human shit and make and redeem him somehow yeah. and by the end of the film you you walk out and you're just like I don't know how to feel now. Yeah. Like, cause, cause you're, you're so just like, I feel this way about this character for so long. And then near the end, it's just like, and it
1: even fucks girl. you on the rewatch. Cause you rewatch it and he's a shit at the start. And you're like, I know what's coming. <laughs>
0: Sorry.
1: Don't worry. This is the rough waters,
0: but there's clean sailing on the, on route. But he's almost, yeah, he is al- like when you rewatch it, he's almost unredeemable at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Everything he does, you just want to fucking punch him in the face. Yeah. I mean, like I've everything.
2: Uh, I, I don't particularly
1: like Sam Rockwell too. Yeah, she no? just genuinely nothing against his acting, he just has he just annoys me. So <laughs> that was a, like an additional annoyance. <laughs> yes. Like, oh it's Sam Rockwell
2: and he's a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course Francis McDormand is just a
0: fucking god she in nails the movie. The only the only the only detriment I can say to that whole film is that weird scene with a deer. Where she talks to a deer, and it's meant to be her sure. daughter's spirit. And it's terrible CGI. It's such a bad. Yeah, CGI. that is bad. I forgot about that. It's it's like the one black spot on an otherwise perfect. It's like film you for couldn't me, just you know? get a deer. Yeah. How hard is it to get a deer? Yeah. Anyway, Honestly, well, that's hard. the other
2: thing. That's the other thing I want to say about the The last thing I said about the movies the, uh, is. If a movie like that you expect it to be oh by the end we'll figure out who killed the daughter but oh and it's that, just and, left
0: on a total and that's
2: not what the movie yeah. is about the movie is about the journey of the these journey. characters
0: post murder I which love that is brilliant. as well it's just yeah. like there's, there's no resolution to the to the actual uh, catalyst of the film
1: yeah if you love a film that's really.
0: just going to make you really sad with no resolution then this is
1: the one for you sad and a bit happy a bit happy <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> and right. uh, Hannah's worst film of the decade brings back again Mortal Engines. So there yeah, we go. Said
0: her as well. Two people said Mortal Engines. So you might be getting a picture, folks. Don't watch Mortal Engines. Don't watch Mortal it's Engines. It's fucking terrible. And uh, and moving on. Don't watch. Boots Sorry, Smart. I'm going to just say one more thing about Mortal Engines. What gets come up again uh, in the film? The main character is a young girl. She's the you know the the main tweeny character. She's getting hunted by a robot. Nazi or something like that—I can't remember too well—who <laughs> is uh, powered by the soul of a dead guy, who's the villain. As a, can I guess? Go on. Is a dead guy her dad? It turns out the <laughs> dead—the dead, the, the soul of this evil. G- the reason he's hunting her is because he's the father. Fi- it's not the dad; it's the father figure. You oh. we were close, but it, yeah. And then he has—she has to sacrifice him, and he in the last moment he lets her sacrifice him and goes against his programming. Oh, so and oh!
2: is it much like the same uh, kind of art for Sam Rockwell and Three Billboards? It is really. <laughs> At the end, you're like, I don't
0: know how to feel about the oh, robotic God. man. This immortal robot man. My yeah. true
2: prediction is we're going to be either her brother or father. Yeah. Father, father was a better shout. It's fucking uh, terrible. Don't watch next it. Next up, <laughs> uh, for our favourite film of the decade, we have Jono. Where are Jono? Uh, J
1: Rasic. How many other names? It's bad because you guys have got
2: like, like, kaiju
0: names, but he's got just J Rasik. It's hard to come up with ones. Mm, yeah. Come, a up with, come up with the kaiju names, that's a J. The only ja- kaiju I can think of is that jet set man. What's his name? Jet, jet panther, jet jaguar. You jet know the
2: blue fly, jet blue.
0: Jet jaguar. You know jet jaguar. Yeah, Jagger? yeah. He's like Job a big... jet jaguar. Done. No, but it's got to be first letter hyphen something. Joe Jag. Jurassic works. Hannah banana. Hales or webhead. Why webhead? Because his name is Haley Webb. So webhead. I went to a different place with that one. <laughs> so Joro Where did you go? Uh, his movies are decades. <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> where did you go? <laughs>
2: Hey Gavin. I uh, wouldn't be no. Hey Gavin, where did you go? Keep it in my head. Safer there. Uh, his movies of the decade were Baby Driver, Parasite, film. and Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi. Oh, so really we, quickly, uh,
0: Parasite came out 20, 2020. 2020?
2: Yep. Jo-Bo. So Jobo's <laughs> favourite movies of the decade were Baby Driver and Star Wars. Episode eight, <laughs> The Last Jedi. Good uh, choices buddy. Um uh, we can also talk about Baby Driver. I just want to say bold. To go for episode 8 The Last Jedi Knowing uh, how hated it is By so yeah. many people I know you're a fan of it Gary It's a good film uh, Great film Ryan you did watches watch it to the end Can be arsed <laughs> 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 Doesn't rate it as a film uh, And I find it to be A film with A lot of issues
1: But I watched a, a Thing on YouTube That just said What happened in it So I could see the last one
2: Oh, okay. Which was shit. But it wasn't <laughs> worth it, was it? What, no. what Jobo says here about just how visually stunning the film is, I have to agree with him, it's a beautiful Cinematography's film. Cinematography on point. It's a beautiful film. Uh, also, the idea of uh, it tries to go against the whole, like, Ray's parents
0: have to be such and such yeah. and Kyle has to do this. So Circumvents every one of the boring, cliched plot lines that J.J. J. Abrams set up in. But it also tries too hard to, be, to subvert them, where it just felt <laughs> like it was... That's because, we, no, it did the right thing. because, it's like it, it, because you, know, it, you know what? If episode nine came out and it was great and it went back on itself and went and it fucked Last Jedi into the bin and everything was amazing. Fine. You know what? That argument would hold water. But we got exactly what J.J. Abrams wanted from his first movie. And it was a fucking pile of guff. So I'm glad that Ryan Johnson tried to do something different. I mean, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm gutted uh, that Abrams got brought in because of all the fucking whining Star Wars fans. I, shout out andy jameson who still looks like ryan johnson that's the like every time he's brought up
2: i do uh, i do feel that now having seen episode nine uh, it has painted episode eight in a better light for me <laughs> but i would have to go back and watch it because i've got the i've now got those roast in the glasses of oh remember that great scene. remember but i'm actually like if i watch it from beginning to end it's probably still going to be a bit of a mess uh, but if anyone learned anything from when we did a review of episode nine i don't care about star wars star trek's better but Baby Driver is the film I want to talk about, because obviously Audio Boy over here saw the movie how many times in the cinema? Five. Five times in the cinema. Audio Boy went to see it, and I saw yeah. it, what your fourth or fifth time I it was when I saw it my first time. I've seen it three Second. times. Second. Second. Movie.
1: Yeah. I love how the style has changed from the director. Yes, the director's style is so different. It
2: literally hasn't. Uh, it's also got our, our favorite actor in it kevin spacey shout out big love <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding no has got uh, it has got everyone's favorite uh, john ham uh J- J- jamie fox's performance uh, in Fox is very fucking good fucking real son bernthal's in it for a bit john bernthal i love john bernthal shout out he's uh, in it for like two seconds ansel Elgar is the plain white bread that he is exists <laughs> the uh, girl who's in the sky advert what's her name lily james. Lily, lily james lily james yeah
0: with the most forced oh. terrible love story
2: I think I've ever seen in a movie
0: it has also Baby Driver also has that weird fourth act where he rather than just getting sent to prison at the end of the movie and her saying I'll wait for you he then comes out of prison and there's an extra 15. or does he yeah, it's he all does. in black and white
1: it's in his head what does him imagine it in yeah. prison is it yeah
0: I didn't get it's that it's left up to the viewer to decide I remember sitting through that last 15 minutes no, it's not It's not 15 minutes it felt like 15 minutes I remember sitting through that last 5 it's minutes and like just going what is this? <laughs> they should have just ended in the, like, once he got arrested. Would have been yeah, fine I think there. the tone changes in the film don't,
1: aren't seamless. Yeah. It goes from kind of like... It's almost like Edgar Wright's a
2: clumsy writer slash director.
1: Almost. Almost, but not really. Uh, yeah, just the tone in the middle changes drastically, and it could have just been a little more
2: seamless.
0: But well, yeah. Uh, well, John it happens. happens. But, but it's a great film outside. Everything else... John was saying that uh, it's
2: a technical the, masterpiece the score alone it is uh, was it uh, should warrant it deserving a best of the decade you mean score or soundtrack
0: score score no well, you probably mean soundtrack I mean soundtrack but no, I you know I I'm well. just going off what he said
2: but it, it doesn't matter uh, but he said but the the soundtrack oh. there we go uh, in tandem with the editing and the action kind of style was another reason why the film was great and it's agreed. it's like as much as I w- would like to uh, shit on Edgar Wright's and style the, the film's still a lot of fucking fun yeah. like the that chase scene uh, the whole film is chase scenes which one
0: <laughs> 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 <That's>, <laughs> the film is actually made of chase scenes the chase
2: scene after like the main big
0: heist goes down and he has to like and he fucks John Hamm off because John yeah. Hamm's yeah 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 and he has to like fucking he loses bolt. his iPod doesn't he and he gets yes. the the beat that he needs from his heartbeat yes fun fact if you haven't seen that
2: it's it's a film, again, the the, the, the word I like to, to, to use when it comes to Edgar Wright's style of editing is kinetic. It moves. Kinetic. Wow. Uh, and then Jono's worst film of the decade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Ryan. Thanks for that little hand gesture there.
0: I just uh, want to... Just for our listeners at home, if you ever hear Gavin say something slightly more wanky or, or like, prestigious than the rest of us, and then I giggle, it's not because of what Gavin said, it's because Ryan has 95% of the time made a and wanky movement. Like, <laughs> like yeah, very good, Gavin. <laughs> I also do it subtly, so that I'm not belittling him on
1: make, but then he brings it up anyway. So. <laughs> like, he shoots he himself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. But just so you know, hey guys, an insight into our into our podcast review. In his defence, he shoots himself with my gun, but he still shoots himself.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Stop loading it. It's you know, fine. Load uh,
0: the gun, kill Gavin. Yeah. Shoot him in General's, the head.
2: Uh, worst film was Flatliners.
0: I'm assuming not the Kearo, the Keith Sutherland one No, but the, the, the he's remake, in it though the remake Keith he comes S- back for the remake no, well yes he does but they make no reference to it he doesn't play the same character and he's never mentioned by name that it's the same character from the original Flatliners so as far as you watch the reboot of Flatliners Keith Sutherland turns up is just a random guy that teaches them about flatlining and then fucks off with no like backstory or context unless you've so seen Flatliners the- in which case it's more confusing because then it's just Wait, why, why are they not referencing that Keith Sutherland's done all this?
2: <laughs> so he's the character that
0: I love in a movie like that, where he just comes in, dumps exposition to the young characters, and then disappears. fucks off. But if they'd made reference, like, how do you know all this? Oh, well, me and my friends did it back 20 years ago. Fine. But he comes in, dumps exposition, fucks off. Why was that? Why didn't they just connect it back to the original? <laughs> Uh, they were trying That's a perfect to. response. Thank you,
1: guys. Kiko is probably as well one of the only people Brian, who has come back for the remake as like an older gent yeah. and is thinner <laughs> and like
0: the future. Because what I read about it, because that confused me the most. What I read about it is that was the plan. He was going to be the same doctor. They were going to reference it by name and he was going to tell them that's what he did. But they just cut all that. So they had it all. But they just decided to get rid of it because they didn't want to link it back to the original. Maybe they're like, oh, a younger audience won't understand us, so It'll confuse them, but so let's know, get rid of I it. But I why leave the Keith Sutherland character in there? Oh, it's just the most confusing
2: thing. They could thing. put him in the trailer,
0: maybe? No, he wasn't in the trailer. Oh. Because it was a surprise when he turned but up. I, I went, oh, no wow. clue what they were thinking over there. But yeah, uh, just, you know, I know how much you hate this film. I'm with you. It was absolute dog shit. Uh, for a little while, I used to go into films and at the beginning of the film, say uh, something which was absolutely utterly preposterous because I thought it would be funny. So I'd sit down at the beginning of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and I'd whisper very loudly, oh, I heard Spider-Man dies at the end of this film, just to be a dick. And I said it about Ellen Page very loudly. Oh, I heard Ellen Page dies at this film. And then she did die. And I must have ruined everyone's fucking movie that day. (laughs) No, Uh, you didn't. The movie ruined everyone's day that (laughs) day. The whole plot of the movie is that people die and then they bring them back. No, she actually does. Oh, shit, yeah. uh, Ghosts uh, exist now as well in this movie. Um, Ghost sharks? it goes sharks, <laughs> but it, it also brings in ghosts. The, the, the films are clusterfuck. It doesn't. It, other than name, it does nothing to to preserve flatliners. And to to that's be the worst as well. Loads of films are
1: doing that. Like. From what we could see from the Milan trailer, it's got nothing to do with the original.
0: It's basically just using the name Milan to... Well, they've gotten rid of the love interest commander, so he's not the love interest anymore. Because I don't need no man. No, but it's not like the villains are different. The
1: the idea is different. You're not even sure she has to pretend to be a man to get into the army. That's not mentioned at any point
0: whatsoever. There's the female hun who's the main bad woman now. She's a witch. She's a witch. She should turn into a sparrow. Her, well, I think it's a kestrel I've heard talking dragon sidekick doesn't exist. Me, mm, Eddie, Eddie Murphy got kicked to the curb. Yeah, like it, these guys come me scared to death. Best line in. Can you imagine?
2: Like, here's a thinking. He doesn't see you right through. <laughs> of, uh, yeah, take it into account. Like uh, <laughs> making live action movies out of things and Eddie Murphy. Like, if they were to do a live action Shrek movie, yeah, were they just like, oh, we're not gonna have a donkey anymore? We're yeah, just, it's like, mad, isn't it? It doesn't make sense. Like. We have Mulan, the animated version. It's gorgeous. It's great. The music's brilliant. Let's get rid of all of that and just make a bland and nothing
1: movie. Sorry, yeah, my point was there's nothing worse than when a film just uses the name of an original film just to sell it. But other than that, references it very little. But
2: but then to be fair, Flatliners in the beginning. Not really a name to work off of. Like original is a bit g- of a cult kind of classic. Like a, it's like a niche kind of.
0: It's, a, I'd say, cult classic. I'd say it, it, the original. The original. It's like bordering on cult classic. It's fun. It's like you watch that film. It's an interesting concept. They start flatlining in and in the space between life and death. They start getting haunted by the ghosts of their own past. The metaphorical ghosts of their own past, not, not the like real ghosts. 2017 like the flatliners, flatliners. that has actual fucking ghosts in it for some <laughs> reason. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> uh, so next we have a uh, top ten films that are de- top three decades f- <laughs> <words>. Flim- <laughs> top, film,
2: <laughs> top three films of a decade from jessica
0: hello jessica hi jessica
2: and uh, we think we're all pretty certain that jessica is the
0: only person on this list that we don't know and just want to preface that with if one of us does know you we are so sorry <laughs> 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 we're pretty sure we don't know you
1: jessica so thank you for you being a an genuine, actual fan human a fan, fan that we've found us in, like, into sending and us stuff if in. one of us does accidentally know you at least you know that if we didn't know you we'd be saying all this nice stuff so maybe take that away apart from
0: the fact that one of us has forgotten you don't think about that but no genuinely thank you so much jessica for listening and they, uh, yeah enjoy thank this you. this is for you
2: it's, it's for, i mean it's for everyone it's no, not, this
0: next 20 minutes is for oh, 20 well. minutes jesus christ 10 minutes i don't know times uh, it's not ruining
2: it for everyone gavin. jessica's moment gavin no, we, you're, you're ruining I'm jessica's, jessica's moment, moment up uh,
0: By the moment, we've said her name so much this so might just call this jessica's episode at this point <laughs> you know, <laughs> <the> damn films
2: <laughs> uh, jessica's films where the guest paranormal uh, and love and mercy uh,
0: uh, I don't know about the last one. <laughs> two <laughs> out of Mer-
2: three, though. I've seen none of these films. I've seen two of these films. Oh no, wait, I've seen, I've Love and seen and Paranorman. Norman.
0: Love and Mercy. No. It's
2: got... Um, what's his name? Give me Brian a second. Blessed. Let me go to the Rolodex. Ray Winston. Don't, don't do this to me. Charlie Sheen. Mm. Mr. Mistopheles. Chris O'Donnell. Mm. Judy Dench. Do you want me to tell you what the movie's about and then that'll help you? No. How do you know what the movie's about? I don't need you to tell what the movie's well, about. Tell us what it's about, then. Uh, Love and Mercy is about... Uh, Couple uh, a black girl and a white man who fall in love in and house, try and start a house together and of course uh um we're talking about different films. Love and mercy. Are you not talk it's Love and is the Brian Wilson
0: biography?
1: Guy from the Beach Boys with Paul Dano.
0: What the one am I thinking of then? God knows. So Jessica, if you could send this in a secondary email, <laughs> to know which version of Love and Mercy? Let's just Hold move on. on. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Paranorman, great fucking movie. If you that like that stuff, movie. um stuff, it's one of their one of their greatest ones. It's kind of make us a car. Are you thinking of loving? I'm thinking of Loving That's what I'm thinking of With Joel Edgerton With Joel Edgerton Was the man I was trying to uh, So Paranorman was a real good movie guys Let's talk about (laughs) Jessica's other films Paranorman was good Very good It was really out there Risky animation style and it, it always is, and it, the amount of time that goes into these for the payoff usually isn't worth it, but yeah. if you like those films, then it's great. And Paranorman was such a good love letter to, to the, the to the horror movies of the 80s and kind yeah. of early 90s. The it's slushies. like a nice introduction for kids. It really is, and it's it's very good. And it's genuinely got some creepy moments in it. I remember watching that and thinking, oh, this is, if I was young, this would have scared the crap out of me. Yeah, because um, it sets for like things like Coraline and Frank yeah. and Weenie,
1: and it kind of sets in that little weird category of things we dust off at the end of october to watch which is yeah it's nice it's nice it's having halloween to... films I, th- I want more halloween films that aren't just genuine horror films
0: yeah the, it's a halloween film you could watch with your, your siblings what's the, what's the you know, ones. and you get all the enjoyment out of it because there's enough adult jokes in there and it's, it references it's, it's, to all
1: these 80s films as it's well. an
0: animated movie that's done well the best kind of ones which have jokes for you and for your for your little cousin for your friends and your little friends and what was her first best film uh, guest. The guest guest oh, we did we talk about the guest recently i think we might have talked about it awesome, in you did but
1: gavin was talking about be my guest the song from <laughs>
0: <laughs> for you and the beast <laughs> the guest is uh well done on this one because this, this was this floated around my top 10 list myself it's i fucking pun? love the guest uh, it's never dan, a pun dan Sorry. stevens why, what pun was in that one? I
1: just, I've never seen The Guest. thought it might be about ghosts or something. Is
0: <laughs> <laughs> it? No, it's not about I ghosts. Will. Dan Stevens uh, playing a character who turns up after a war, looking for a, uh, a dead war mate, buddy. He's visiting the family because his friend died and he was just like wanting to... Are you sure? Yes, <laughs> yeah, no, no. This <laughs> is. This is I, can, I can verify this. Yeah, he turns up to, to pay condolences and just say, look, he talks about you a lot on tour. I wanted to come and let you know he was a great guy. And he just, it seems like a stand-up fucking top bloke. And you watch 50 minutes of a film about him being a nice guy and just helping the yeah, family. Like and there's a little few things he does that are kind of off-kilter. Yeah, like,
2: so you go to a bar or a party at one point, and, like, someone's acting like a dick, and Dan Stevens just kind of Destinates unloads them. on these people in such
0: violent kind of real savage kind of ways you're like holy fuck! and it's such a switch it just like turns so you watch 50 minutes of that and then there's a few references to something that happened out there in some kind of lab test that he was part of and yada 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 and then the remaining 30 minutes of the film the second half turns into this 80s inspired Terminator-esque through a haunted... Like, he just turns into this Terminator who's chasing these three kids down after killing the mum and dad. The mum and dad. It's fucking madness. It's such an amazing gear change. Also, that scene in the house
2: where the military show up to get him back because he's he's i guess what like maybe genetically enhanced in some way or something I, it's either that or he's just been programmed to be a fucking yeah. killing machine and, and then you like, never really find so like out. the military show up like these secret service kind of guys and they get fucking annihilated oh. in this house and now it's I'm gorgeous gonna watch this film Man, good. the
0: guest is fucking good th- it's
2: either on netflix or prime it's on
0: one of them it's and dan stevens takes the top off at one point and oof. and that- the score oh that score yeah it's that nice 80s yeah, it's fucking Done. good. Jessica had to say, I hadn't been
2: as thrilled by action sequences of a film like this since taken. For this, I'd only seen Dan Stevens as the chubby English gentleman in Downton Abbey, so was sceptical. He was mesmerising, and the only reason I really preserved uh, preserved with Legion... Well, he persevered was with Legion. Yeah. And the only reason I persevered with Legion. Uh, sorry, but the struggle was real. It has some of the 80s p- pastiche feel of drive with an equally excellent music score and a satisfying streak of black humour. I was more happy to convince others to go and see it at the cinema a couple of times for the pool table scenes alone.
1: Thank you so much. you got a genuine fan. <laughs> Not only as sent as in films, but took the effort to write why they liked them. Thank for example, you for
2: Paranormal, she said, beautiful film and a new style of stop motion. I hadn't really been that impressed or excited by... Uh, in an an animated movie for a while why can you not read we all love Wallace and Gromit but this was a whole whole lot different Laika has given us gorgeously animated tales that balance comedy and moments of effective uh, horror matter gave me goosebumps like the first time I saw Nightmare Before Christmas as a child just a very captivating watch
1: shout out to Thomas Barber who fucking hates
2: Wallace and Gromit
1: I also don't like Wallace and Gromit
0: what? How can you not like Wallace and up? Oh,
1: Gavin doesn't like it because it's not made for fucking film festivals. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas doesn't like any film that's stop-motion animation. He hates Jekyll and and stuff as well. Why? Because
0: he's a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be a pa. I don't like (sighs) gravy. Yeah, thank you so much, Jessica. Uh,
2: And then Jessica's worst film was Knock Knock, which is the movie in which two gorgeous girls show up at Keanu Reeves' door and fuck the living... Daylights out of him While well, his wife is away And then the child and Fuck with his like. life And then uh, Violence and Horror ensues And Pretty much it's just worth it For the sex scene And then that's kind of it You watch the first 10 minutes And then The sex then scene happens fast Do you want as well? to see Keanu Reeves Plough two young girls No And this is the movie for Absolutely you. not That's the most horrific sentence <laughs> I've ever heard <laughs> Also uh, I won't read it out Because like, uh, Anna Diarmas is a all of age and fully consenting. <laughs> well, both actresses are. uh I just want to thank you, Jessica, for your little uh, aside, your little PS at the bottom here about Booksmart. It's nice to know there are
0: some smart people out there who think the same as me. Anyway, just on because to you had a shitty high school experience, Gav. Doesn't mean.
1: Oh, wait, did Jessica not like Booksmart? I said
0: all that nice stuff about it. No, her, she, liked, yeah, she did true. like Booksmart.
2: She just thought she could see the perspective I was coming from about talking about it. So okay. does that mean Jessica, you
0: had a shitty high school experience? As she well? just had an everyday, normal human. <laughs> have you've been, been affected by any of the
2: issues on today's podcast, <laughs> uh, next up we have the films from the one and only mascot of the Manning Movie Podcast, the greatest human being that maybe has ever lived and has thankfully brought. Did Dave Gervin send
0: an email? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, wait we, did that actually did that little shit send an email in? no I'm gonna fucking go through him later <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I mean you might want to like double check with him I don't have anything in the gmail I don't know if he maybe sent it who sent the next email it's uh, Jenny thank you Jenny, Jenny Gary's mum <laughs> the greatest human being ever to live uh, her favourite films were *Midsummer*. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. And quiet place.
1: Oh, that's you Gary's. Has not fallen off the bat. You know he's got his <laughs>
2: good film taste from someone. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I talked about Midsummer for a wee bit in my top films of 2019 we've last We've done a lot year. about Midsummer, we've, yeah. and we've also done a review episode of Midsummer. And. Uh, your mum was going to try and view on the episode because when I visited your house one time, her and I talked about Midsummer a lot. We both fucking love that movie. Your mum has great taste. Uh, Thank you for sharing. Uh, I have not seen. Has anyone else seen Thank You for Sharing? I have not seen that. Uh, Well, thanks for sharing that one with us, Jenny. And next up is Quiet Place. (laughs) I I will say
0: very quickly, (laughs) mum has been asking me for... Months to watch <laughs> to sit down and watch that film with her, and I keep saying, "Yeah, I will, Mum." Yeah, but Mum, this is my promise to you. On on episode, I will. We will watch all come down share. and watch it. With yeah, yeah we'll let's we'll all, all go. to share sharing with my mum. Yeah, <laughs> done. Jenny, we'll just, we'll just so you know,
2: uh, there's at least been three episodes of me giving lists of films for Gary to watch, and he's never watched a single film I've ever told him to watch. I mean, so, we're singling Gary out, eh? but I haven't watched them either. Yeah, but <laughs> like when it comes to 2018 best of list, 2019 best of list, I'm gonna get round
0: to them. No, you're fucking not. I have still got the list in the house I'll at least do the, the, do the Where, best of the decade where's the list in the house it's on my work computer I will do the best of the decade I promise mm-hmm. I've got your list from when you wrote it and it's really good because it stops me getting rings on my coffee table yeah <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: uh, a quiet place I kind of want to talk about because we've never really talked about a quiet place and what were thoughts are a quiet place seeing as there's a sequel coming out soon. quiet place 2 on its way uh quiet best place family from- to go on a road trip with
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's a show yeah, they don't quiet, make any noise quiet. done um, yeah it's a great film A really good film uh the, 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 the lack of dialogue for the first... It's a short, 40, don't tell experience. 40 for sure. minutes. 40 minutes. Until they get into that bit under the ground. Yeah. And, and even then, it's minimal dialogue. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a really nice... One of those really good films. We've said this previously. That it doesn't give you all the information. It doesn't give you all the answers. These well, creatures until are,
2: the end when it just kind of gives you too much information. You're like Jesus.
0: I can't remember what happened. Remember, Maybe it's just got like a
2: um, whiteboard up in the wall, and it's just like kind of explains. And there's newspaper rippings and stuff. Oh yeah, and all just, it just kind of lays everything out. You're just like I didn't need to know any of this. I was or well, again a sequel that has flashbacks in it. So yeah, oh, and I think what,
1: Big John's character was a police officer. John Krasinski. Uh, I don't. Because he, he talks to an officer as if he's an officer. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, okay. because kind of makes a tie to the why would he have all this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of stuff.
2: I mean, shout out to fucking John Krasinski who'd only directed one movie before this mm. comes out of nowhere and then kind of gives us a, a really unique horror experience that yeah. just fucking... Shout out to John Krasinski who's just
1: come on so well from The Office. Really? Yeah, he looks That's good. good. Yeah. And he married obviously, Emily Blunt. Yeah, and obviously yeah. The, the chemistry on screen is amazing. Like what it's like your husband and wife so it's obviously like going to be good but sometimes that doesn't work amazingly well but they do really well it together, doesn't work it's
0: really just well just, for actors and actresses who don't really love each but other but Angelina clearly, Jolie John Krasinski and Emily Blunt fucking to love to each other shout out to their love shout out to <laughs> your love guys it,
2: also because
1: they're obviously both listening to this podcast <laughs> there,
2: there, are, there are quite a few scenes that stand out in that movie but I think the one that makes everyone just recoil in the seat is when em- em- Emily Blunt steps on the nail oh god oh. walking down the stairs <laughs> Oh Siren my God! Well,
1: and obviously all of us guys think that's the most painful thing in the scene she's in labour when she's doing it which I imagine is way more painful but true. we're all like oh my god she's stood on a fucking nail as a child is
2: coming out of her <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's a great point uh, but you know getting kicked in the balls is worse I don't oh know fuck <laughs> we don't have time for that argument um, <laughs> the, but the, the scene that I think is like the most kind of emotionally just destroyed squeeze a mango out of your
1: dick I'm pretty sure that is the equivalent of having a baby (laughs) that was a watermelon oh a watermelon okay I'll give it a
0: go let's let's move on (laughs) sorry Uh,
2: is the scene near the end where it's like John Krasinski has to spoilers for A Quiet Place he's dead has to sacrifice himself (laughs) for his kids and he's just like kind of uh, doing sign language to say like I love you and stuff and then just starts screaming and then the camera cuts away to the kids and he just it's do you hear him scream yeah, he screams, he's just going to go, ah, I didn't like, it comes away. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you hear him. You don't know if he dies, though. I mean, <laughs> trust I mean, me, the, the, the th- things
1: are made of claws, but, you know, he might have missed.
0: <laughs> the design of the monsters ain't great. Ah, I like it. It's standard monster movie stuff, though. You, like, when you it, don't know what they look like, and then when you see it, it's just, it's but, never going to be as good as you want it to be in your head. Yeah. Like, that's True. the only, the one thing that I really loved about the film...
1: Bird Box, the Sandra Bullock one that came out last year. You literally never see You never them. see the monsters in it. And but they had them. They They're, didn't have the money. So no, they were there. The monsters got made and they were put in the film. They looked like massive
0: babies. It was really weird. Yeah, but they, mean, were the like, nah, we around, they were just like, now we because They thought it works better without seeing yeah. them
2: The monsters from A Quiet Place looking like the same monster from Stranger Things. And I was like, why are we just doing big Gangly things with teeth faces But it
1: looks Like see that bit when Like the wee boy dies Right at the start Again spoiler When it's bounding Through fucking the forest yeah, That's that is is fucking scary I mean like it's Just the scary. opening
2: to that movie Like if you'd never seen The trailer And you just walk Like there's so much I could say i'm gonna finish with the experience of sitting in the cinema uh, hopefully we all had the same kind of experience we're like Ugh. i did not did you were you not lucky enough me I, neither
0: i had a woman stand up halfway through who was pissed with her friends and pass out on the stairs so then everyone made a big fucking fuss and ran over and then we're talking and then the lights came on and then you. Know, that sounds the exact opposite i just watched it at home which was quite
1: nice but i have two small creatures that live with me rats. i have two rats And my rat Paisley has never drank from her war ball so much as she did at that film. (laughs) (laughs) That film is mainly silent, (laughs) and a rat drinking a war ball imagines if you get uh, something metal and hit it with a teaspoon, (laughs) lots. That's what it sounds
0: like. Why do they make that noise?
1: Because it's their teeth hitting off the metal. Oh, okay. And it's yeah,
2: and I don't obviously I I love that they're hydrated, but I nearly put them in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, I saw it in a packed audience of very receptive people who just let the quietness of that movie exist and it's it's like that experience at the end of Infinity War where the movie ends and there's just that echoing silence that's yeah. kind of insane so to sit and watch A Quiet Place with a receptive audience that just let the, the quietness exist was added to the eerie experience of that movie I yeah think.
1: that's like one you do not bring popcorn into you're no. sitting with your hands on your lap next and if I see your phone it gets fucking launched that's such a new thing
0: I hate that now sorry uh, people just off. sitting on their phone. Ah, oh, man, me and Dave have started just calling them out. No longer do I even give them a, you know what? I'll give them like a minute to put This. I'm, I'm now just, excuse me, turn your fucking phone off. This is a topic. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking kidding? Turn your fucking phone up. I just go. I go to town now. I don't give a shit. This is a topic we will be tackling. In a I just tackled episode. it. We don't need to do that episode. Oh, we are done. I got so much. <laughs> uh, and out. last of this week's episode, we're gonna have to split this up. Yeah, I we're have going have to be that. doing
2: a part two. So don't worry if your films don't get read right out this week. Tune in next week for your films. But last uh, in this week's episode, Where Thomas Barber has sent us the wrong trousers. A grand day out <laughs> 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 uh, is Brian. Thank you, Brian. Uh, he also said five, much like Hayley. He didn't understand the rules, but it's fine, Brian. We'll let you pass. <laughs> Brian is also not a direct person we know as well, which is nice. Yes, it's true. Hey so Brian, he's kind of a fan. You also uh, get
1: extra attention.
2: Thanks, Brian. Next time I'm in your work, I want a free point
1: uh, This is the first time Gavin has said your name all day without saying your full name.
2: <laughs> I can't say his full name if you want. Uh, his movies were Whiplash, Wolf of Wall Street, Social Network, Dark Knight Rises, and Bohemian Rhapsody for his best. His worst Bohemian, were... The- Bohemian
0: Rhapsody is one of his best? Yep. Yeah. You got anything to say about
2: that? I don't much like Booksmart. I'm done talking about those movies. I'm not, <laughs> not going to talk about Behemoth. Maybe he really I'm loves Queen sure then go listen to queen don't fucking watch that garbage uh, and his worst films i thought you were done talking about it were, his worst films were the nun don't <laughs> he's getting riled don't don't <laughs> <call it laughs> me. his worst films were the nun x-men dark phoenix and the world's end is it because you've got an issue with gay men is that what's wrong with it <laughs> no <laughs> you interestingly uh kieran early in the episode had the world's end in his top of the decade and no, brian now yeah, has them in in the his end.
0: worst of the decade nope this is the films. end. Was earlier. The this is end. the end. Was one of Kieran's best films. Which one's this? The, is the end. This is the end. Is uh, the James, Seth Frankel, James Frankel, Franco? Oh, Kieran, get yourself help. sorted out,
2: son. <laughs> 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 I thought it was the world's end. That's what I had in my head. No, that's why I brought up Edgar Wright earlier on. Kieran, I was wh- wondering why you were talking about Edgar Wright earlier on, <laughs> Kieran, son. No, we, I mean I kind of like you, but now I like you less. Also, t- you said comment, that right? as if you kind of liked him less originally. That wasn't a very also, good compliment. Also, Kieran Tig. So. um <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, uh, so uh, these so whiplash off we've talked about on Ryan's episode so go check that out. Wolf Wall Street social network. Can you Darknet TIGS someone
0: does that huh? count? I um, mean you know what let's, let's say right now that you can ear someone that yeah. counts. You've, Sorry, I was just thinking about it. You're a
2: ear wagon, am I right? You're TIGging. Uh,
0: you're ear TIG.
2: I'm interested to talk about Darknet Rises because. Let's do it. We also can't talk the about best of the Nolan Batman films. nope that's just not even close to being true because they're all shit. Nope, they're all great. And you, your hatred for Nolan is something I can't wait to dive into in a future yeah, episode. Did, did someone have Inception as well? Yeah, someone else had too. Yeah. Inception <laughs> is not shit. <laughs> <laughs> For context, before we start with con- this episode, Ryan's like, "Let's be nice to these people in their films because these are people." Yeah,
0: well, just- we're near the end, and I'm getting cracker and Ryan- <laughs> I'm not being
2: bad to the people. I'm being bad to Nolan. He makes a shit
1: film. No, he doesn't. His tone uh, just never changes. He's got using the same style. He's done it all the time. No. Maybe-
0: I, mean, I saw his first no, film you, At
1: the
2: Sundance Film Festival 1942 <laughs> <laughs> His first film came out in 1991 It's called the Following and Shut it's up Gavin it's so massively different From anything he did Insomnia is so massively
0: different From other films he's done Can we talk about Dark Knight Rises Yes or please talk about Brian's fucking movie Yes Dark Knight Rises God you two suck balls sometimes Thank you, know you. That. Not each other's though Unless That's I... not funny Stop saying things that aren't funny <laughs> That's what I do Fucking sexy episodes Dark Knight Rises I like it when you say the funny things that make me laugh, though. Out of all the things you say, when I laugh, I like them. I can't believe Talia was there the whole sometimes time. Sometimes you say things that make me not laugh, and I go, "I'm with Ryan now." Didn't like Bane that much in it. Hey, his voice was weird. I like Bane, but I understand why people don't like Bane because once again, It wasn't Bane?
2: Wasn't Bane? <sighs> what was it then? Who Bronson.
0: It? Well, no, like, it, like it, it. It was Nolan's version of Bane, but. Yeah. They, they, it would have been the equivalent of uh,
1: there was Nolan's version of Scarecrow no no yeah but that was no, close but it was super close and even the Joker had, like had differences but it was still really close Bane was just a guy
0: just hench just big man had to wear a mask because he had too much pain it was like and what was it an e- that was it wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> I watched it
1: once when I saw it and I've never watched it again what
0: was Bane the reason for his mask uh, he was in pain all the time it was so like, like have a have paracetamol a mask
2: or something yeah paracetamol yeah. mask basically. it pretty much was like a, he just had Nurofen going into his body at all times that's yeah. not
0: Bane. Yeah. It was literally not Bane. Okay.
2: It's just, it's, it's just, it wasn't Spanish, didn't no right it? Either. It wasn't Spanish. Was didn't have a. Was, was it was raised this, by nuns. I think I've said this before on an episode, but uh, Tom Hardy moulded the voice on old timey boxers from like the 1920s. That's not like well, yeah, Why? Because it was <laughs> an artistic choice that he went for. Oh, it was the wrong choice. I'm, I mean, it would have be been better than fucking Tom Hardy going, oh, I'm here to fight you as a Bane. I am Spanish. Uh, or
0: they he's... could have picked a Spanish actor. There's loads. Yeah, but it's Tom Hardy, he sells. It it's funny though, because you're arguing this, right? But if the next Batman film came out and Batman turned up uh wearing a yellow banana suit, but and no he was like, won't. I'm I'm the I'm the new Batman. Well that's banana man. No, no, but if he, you'd be like, oh, it's a bit shit because it weren't really Batman. Yeah, well, you would. There's a difference though when the film's called Batman and he shows <laughs> up in a banana suit. Yeah, but if it's an artistic choice,
2: the villain's okay, called Bane. But here's the thing with Bane. Who the fuck gives a fuck about Bane anyway? He's
1: a. Such Bane a is like the best Batman villain. That's Bane's not Bane's true. He's not
2: even close to being the best. Oh yeah, he's, he's the only person there. to ever
1: beat Batman oh, in open combat. Did he do uh, he was? I'm going to f- be
2: the only person to beat you after this podcast. <laughs>
1: uh, I know, I know he's who, an excellent no, 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 Batman villain. Uh, the fact, like, what Darnay <laughs> Rice did really well was they separated him and made him like less of a henchman and he became more his own villain. That was really fun. And then they fucked it at the end because he wasn't. He was under someone's. He was a henchman the yeah, whole time. I don't like the ending where it's just
2: like Catwoman shows up, blows him away, and it's like that's it. Well I was going to waste and kind Tally of Italy
1: Aguil was there the whole time. So Bane wasn't yeah. so the only thing I really liked about it all the way through was like Bane was like this good standalone villain. He could become a good villain like he is in loads of the comics. And they're like, "Oh no, wait, Italy Aguils just been telling me what to stay and do." They the also
0: was, Nolan also overdid it with the ending, didn't they? If yeah. he just yeah. had Michael Caine look up from his coffee and smile. Cut. Also, are you fucking ready? Are you ready? Robin is not called Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: He's not called Superman Ken. Batman Wayne. His first name is not fucking Robin. I think the problem
0: with... Tangerine. (laughs) Sorry, Brian. (laughs) I've seen these boys playing with a diamond the size of a tangerine. A tangerine the size of a tangerine. Tangerine the size (laughs) of a tangerine.
2: I can't even... even uh, play devil's advocate in that aspect
0: either so no no Brian I did like I, well, for I, liked it. Said, I actually did like Dark Knight I, I really like Dark Knight well, I, <coughs> I really like Dark Knight Rises so um, I did like Dark Knight Rises uh, I, I mean they're the problems we just said are the problems I have with the movie Outside that, though, it's, it was an enjoyable watch I think um, the thing with Dark Night Rises uh, it tried to do the Tali Al Ghul thing which did feel just so it, just it kind of forced. felt do you know what it's forced inter- because this, they need to tie up
2: Rachel al story yeah. I don't mean this in an insulting way but it's going to sound like an insulting thing is Dark Knight Rises tried to do the same thing that uh, um, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3 tried to do where it's like it had its first two films and the second one was also the best and it focused on the bad guy a lot more and it built upon him. And then in the third one, they kind of like jump ahead in time and try and introduce a whole bunch of elements mm-hmm. and all those elements just don't really go with each other and it just becomes a bit of a sloppy mess. Yeah. And because he knew it was the last one as well, you're also
1: introducing all those things while trying to close exactly. a trilogy and it just doesn't yeah. work.
2: Darn it just kind of got, like, the, like all the police officers being, yeah, underground, and all this kind of, it was just, it, it's a good film. Nolan's a great fucking director who can do set pieces. He can do, kind of great pacing but there's just some plot elements that are just yeah. send us dodgy. a wee
1: email in, ryan if all three were in the decade would you have still gone for dark night yeah, yeah we
0: were talking about that just before the episode what is that your favorite dark Knight movie or, or well nolan batman movie or was it just because that was the only one that landed in the in the decade in the decade and let's not forget i want to be next time in your work uh
2: what was his least favorite again? his least favorite were the nun dark phoenix and uh, the world's end Dark Phoenix is like I like The World's End
0: Dark Phoenix has got to be the worst one on that list Uh, The Nun's just standard horror fairy. is that part of like The Conjuring Conjuring, yeah yeah. and then World's End uh, yeah I I I think I'll be with you it's my least favourite Cornetto trilogy film yeah but it's not a bad film it's not a bad film so I think I disagree with you on that one Brian Dark Phoenix is like Pure just, just It was just, just waste gosh, of what a waste out. of everything.
1: Sorry, Brian, you really took the time to email us and we shot on everything you said. Sorry, man.
2: That's not true. You had some good films. Like fucking social network and enjoyed, whiplash. Great movie. Like I enjoyed all, all your other films apart from Dark Night Rises. <laughs> yeah. That's right. it for this week. That's Part one of our two-parter on listener-submitted films of the decade. So yeah. So
0: as Gavin said, next week we will be talking about the other bunch of emails we've got. So if you're listening to this and you haven't sent in an email and you'd like us to maybe, well, I'm just saying it's you know they've got time. They have got another week now. If you'd maybe wanted to give us an email, we might talk about it next week. Gavin's shaking his head because apparently he doesn't want you to email. No, I
2: want you to. It's just they don't have time. Uh-huh. Who doesn't have time?
0: Who doesn't have time? They don't have time. Why? Because they've got a week. Okay, sure. Yeah. What? Okay, yeah. So yeah, if you want to get your three films in and your one hated, that's three films and one hated. Haley, Haley, Brian. Um but for everyone else that has emailed in so far, thank you so 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 very much. We'll be back next week with more of your films of the decade, uh, and we'll try and be as nice as possible. Apologies if we if we offended you at all, oh, sorry. sorry.
2: sorry. I, 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 yeah, to said those, go to Twitter at meandering Pod, uh, Facebook, and Instagram, search for Meandering Movie Podcasts, leave the message there, and the email which we got all those from was meanderingmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Music is life. It's
1: meandering movies, listening to Gary Ryan and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments, of course? Cause everyone knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to talk about.